This episode of Intergalactic Interviews is brought to you in part by Over the Moon Games. Purchase the Fall, available now on PC, Mac, Linux, and Wii U. Blending the best elements of sci-fi creativity, The Fall is being called one of the best games you must play of 2014. Purchase The Fall now on Steam or HumbleBundle.com. Psst, some of us worked on it. Order The Fall today. Buy it now. Ladies and gentlemen, Intergalactic Interviews, episode 44. What? What now? How you like me now? Five for five and I'm all in your mouth. Those heights aren't accurate, Jordan Cohen. Uh, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Five. Yeah. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'm uh, sitting here and I'm very, very blessed to be uh, in the presence of uh, a comedian who's, who's going to be in the rarefied air of toronto very soon but uh right now we have him in vancouver ladies and gentlemen please give it up for mr jordan cohen thanks for having me we're, i'm blessed we're both Excellent. blessed also the third brother of the cohen brothers not it's even spelled correctly true i don't get credited but how did that happen anyway that you i really want to keep that h in there i said i said you guys are never gonna make it unless you keep that h right in the middle <laughs> That's uh, we gotta, we're part of the tribe baby oh yeah of uh, the blessed tribe Oh, well, there's like 12,000 of you now? There's... Uh, no, there's 544,000. Is that how it works? I think that's the... Yeah, that's exactly... There's not yeah. one more or less. Oh, it's yeah. 44,000. The bless... Uh, yeah, not one more or less. Surely, <laughs> surely that boat's full, though. Maybe. No? I don't know. I think it's more a train. Hey, now! Hey! <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta get out. I'm sorry. Thanks right, for having then, me. All right, folks, that was it. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, hey, actually, seriously, though, uh, Jordan... Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting you when uh, you were emceeing Kyle Bottoms' uh, Going Away show at the Comedy Mix. Here. That was such a fun show. That was and a great show. That was such an awesome show. Um, we've, uh, we talked about this show quite a bit on the podcast before. But um, something I noticed uh, immediately was your hosting, which was top-notch. I Thanks. really appreciate it. But uh, you host so many different nights, and you put a lot of, uh, a lot of people in a lot of seats and you make sure that a lot of artists are uh, taken care of. And I say artists, I mean comedians, obviously, because that's an art in itself. But some of it, yeah. I'm used to, yeah, you know, I'm used to talking music shit. What can I say? <laughs> what can I say? A little production game here. But um, why don't we talk a little bit about uh, what's happening right now in your life? You're moving to Toronto, mm-hmm. where you're actually from. That's right. So you're actually making a pilgrimage return. Yeah. To sweaty, freezing Toronto. I'm. Uh, <laughs> It's perfect here. It's so stupid to leave Vancouver. It's the best city to live in and to do comedy. It's insane. I love that you're leaving during the prime months of Vancouver. (laughs) No one moves in August or July, by the way. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to move in September, but it's still Are you moving pretty great. Oh, oh okay. So yeah, oh, I just let ahead. people know that I'm leaving as soon as I knew, so I'd start <laughs> getting like sympathy messages. Yeah. I want people to uh, ask me why I'm leaving, make me be like, no, you should stay, stick around. We, we're going to miss you. There's going to be a Jordan-sized <laughs> hole. So I'm waiting for that direct quote, and then I'll leave the next day. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners might be able to sort that out. Yeah, please we'll tweet me. On. There's a Jordan-sized hole. Uh, I, hashtag Jordan-sized hole. Nice. <laughs> Uh, I also want to bring up the weird coincidence slash trend that's happening with this show, Intergalactic Interviews, <laughs> and some of our guests who happen to be comedians that appear on this show and then subsequently leave 
the whole town immediately and move away. <laughs> Let's just count it out here. We've got Kyle Bottom, who uh, who came on the show and then moved away to Toronto. Uh, so there'll be a reunion, I imagine. That's he's a, coming back. He's coming back. He's coming back. I think maybe just for Christmas, and then he's going to go back to Toronto. But he's going to be here for the winter. He's doing the smart thing. He's not going to stick around for oh. that crazy cold snow. Yeah, he's got the weather sorted right out. Yeah, obviously. Um, then we had uh, Stephen McNeil on the show a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and uh, Stephen McNeil uh, went and did that tour in Halifax with Brad Dorian. Heard it went and, great. Uh, yeah, I heard it went really, really well. So it was good, I actually. My, my flight landed so late that uh, I got in on the night of the Halifax show. Right. And so I, when I got there, I actually didn't even get a chance to to check it out. Those guys <laughs> are animals, though, and, and they did really well, yeah. from what I understand. Um, and now here you are, sir, Mr. Jordan Cohen. Yeah. What's Who have you had uh, besides those three, I guess? Ivan's going to go soon. Ivan has to now leave because of the podcast Ivan has rule. to leave now. Shane Clark. Shane Clark. I'm sorry. Pack your bags. Fatima, same. Yeah. You haven't been on the show yet. You, if you want to stay, Fatima, don't do this show. <laughs> They're going to make you leave. It's yeah. so weird. I sat down and he gave me a plane ticket. It was really nice yeah. that they paid for it, but I thought I had more time. Well, you know, it's music business. We just throw away money all the time. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely par for the course. Uh, so why why are you moving anyway? What, what happened? Oh, man. It's so many reasons. I have some family that... Uh, haven't seen in a while. Some sick family that I'm thinking I should uh, get to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to head back for that. I got, uh, uh, yes, ooh, what do we talk about here? <laughs> There's some uh, reasons of, obviously, comedy is a big one. That's such a great So it's like career city. moves you moving business-wise. It's, yeah, I mean, I knew I was going to go one day just because I'm from there. So I knew eventually I was going to head back. I didn't think it would be so soon, but so many other reasons kind of came up that right. I just figured, yeah, why not? Well, if you move to a new locale like you did here in Vancouver, mm-hmm. and then you establish yourself as uh, a, a person who's able to connect dots clearly and, and someone who's able to make a good impression, and then you go back to your original territory right? and you have all this accumulated experience and knowledge, you can then almost immediately insert yourself into a higher tier and a different echelon once you return home. Now, sometimes it can be like the rust effect or, or the FaceTime isn't there. So people go, ah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you can do five five minutes <laughs> you're like what you gotta like beg for time or something right. like that. and then you get but, to surprise them yeah hopefully. yeah but uh i'm sure it's gonna be awesome i'm sure you're gonna go back and it's gonna be right on point i hope so and it's such a big scene that uh you kind of have to start from scratch when you move there i mean they have their own thing going and there's so many not cliques but i mean people pe- like-minded comedians find themselves right so i think it'll take a while for me to get into the scene I've i've been going back a bunch and met a lot of guys that you know different festivals and here at comedy fest yeah um but yeah it's 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 a totally different beast showing up every night and then being a part of it so we'll see how that goes i mean i'm gonna do it <laughs> no matter what every night so <laughs> yeah right i guess you might as well start now when did you start comedy anyway uh three and a half years ago not too long ago so you, you're you're kind of in your baby uh, stages <laughs> yeah is that is that how you would describe it absolutely you don't it takes 10 years before you're anything. <laughs> Do you apply the mastery theory to that? Is that what you're discussing? What is the mastery theory? Is that the like 10,000 10, hours? hours rule? Yeah. yeah. You heard about uh, that? That's exactly right. Every, every 15 minutes or whenever I get up on stage, I'm just banking them and adding them. It's most of my comedy at the end of the <laughs> night is looking at my notes and then doing hard math. See, now. I, when will I get to that 10,000? Doing hard math, eh, this guy. Look at that. Yeah. What can I say? It's that <laughs> tribal instinct. 
hard <laughs> math. <laughs> I'm still... I can't get over still this shitty uh, Holocaust train joke I made at the beginning. Jesus. I, I think we should start from the scratch. Let's do the theme song again. First of all, uh, <laughs> you know, it might be a, a high point. It might be a high watermark. <laughs> oh, yeah? I like... Uh, <laughs> Right at the beginning, the listeners probably don't know unless other people have spoken about this every time, but when we're starting the podcast, Jamie will sing the theme song just so I get a feel of like, it's about to happen, <laughs> which is adorable. I think you should do some episodes where you just sing the theme song. I, I often uh, have this like little kind of a, I don't know, it's almost Kyle Bottom-esque in our, our descriptions of him earlier when he's like, man stuff, man stuff, <laughs> dirt under my fingernails. Uh, I, w- I would be... Uh, I would be a miss though to uh to like kind of i don't know or just, just showcase kyle, that make the kyle bottom man stuff make song the, if we, yeah, theme we song. could just sample kyle doing that and that yeah. would be the new theme song I, I, I would no one can get that man stuff you have to bring kyle back in the studio oh man um i hope we never talk about anything else other than kyle this whole episode <laughs> <laughs> uh let me ask you this when you when you first got your start three and a half years ago you st- you, you admit that you're still very much in a, a very young phase yeah, of learning what has been the the biggest leap so far for you so that, that when you get on stage you go oh man i'm glad i don't i don't even think about that anymore or or what i guess just getting nervous you, the first year you're just nervous all the time that's why they say just do comedy if you're going to do comedy just get up every night the day you start which is what i did but you it takes so long to just get over being nervous and obviously bigger shows and stuff i'll still get mm-hmm. nervous big festival or something but yeah that's just gone now i don't care when i go up in a show i just it's easy i know when i go there i'll just go on stage and you know the riffing will be there (laughs) that's that's what i actually recommend to all the newer guys who are starting and specifically this scene is start your own room and host it because it just helps you so much just dealing with the crowd and you can you know, learn what it takes to start mm-hmm. a room and all the shitty things that you don't want to happen. Right. Uh, but y- it's more than anything, it's just the hosting in itself of getting on stage with nothing and just talking to the crowd or coming up with topics that day, just not being pressured to fill seven or five. Right, right. You do more, but you don't have that time limit. You're lighting yourself, so you get <laughs> off stage when you hit that high and for the next comedian. Otherwise, you're going to be fucking over the next comedian. So it really trains you. If you're doing yeah. that a few times a week, you just get much better, much faster. That's good advice. What you're really saying is you want to be your own goddamn boss. I want to be my own goddamn boss. Uh, I I think that there's um, a different mentality at play, really, when it comes to booking and promoting. However, like, oh yeah, uh, it's one thing to run your own room, right? But but if you're a comedian and uh, I, I guess you know a lot of comedians are, uh, they're almost self depreciating in nature. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, I don't know, like internal confidence issues obviously and a lot of good comedy comes from those types of places clearly but uh a mentality like yourself uh oh is something i relate to because i'm that kind of mentality i'm like okay if there's not that infrastructure in place let's create it like that's kind of what this show is that's kind of uh what starting a comedy room would be like let's start let's create the infrastructure let's do it um not everyone thinks like that not everyone has that mentality if everyone thought like that there'd be fucking five people attended rooms uh like oh there are yeah <laughs> oh there certainly are right <laughs> but there that's something we were discussing off air there's that there's uh been a decline of rooms 
Yeah, it's um, crazy. When I started again, not very long ago, but in Vancouver, everyone was saying this is one of the hottest scenes to start in Canada. You can get so much stage time very quickly. There's not too many guys, you know, around, so you can really just also become, you know, part of the community very fast. When I started, there was four or five rooms a night, at least three on most nights, at least weekdays. It's about thirty-five rooms. Yeah. Simultaneously, Jesus. Maybe a little less than that, but there was definitely quite a bit right you had your options at least you had your options yeah Yeah, if there wasn't one room a night now it now it seems like other than the clubs there's one room one independent room a night and even if the room puts up everybody which some rooms do it's just you just have to get in a queue let's uh let's plug uh some of the good ones oh i started well i co-produced three shows so uh jokes please is a weekly show that happens every thursday at little mountain gallery at main and 26 which is awesome for little mountain they have the a comedy department it's phenomenal that's one of the best rooms in te- that is the best independent room as far as i'm concerned yeah. there's so many great shows their rap battle show which doesn't need a plug it's sold out every month <laughs> with, they with have the uh, west coast uh, yeah west coast start in toronto with a z with a z <laughs> west coast rap battles with a z uh, it's two characters it's normally improvisers or stand-ups go up as a character mm-hmm. with a pre-written rap battle against you know another character so sometimes they're teamed up like i was i did it once i was uh i was vintage <laughs> fraser versus my friend Brian Nothling, uh, current Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> and that was so much fun. He was just up there in a giant Coke flop sweat the whole night. Jesus. In character. Not, wow, wow. Yeah. Brian. <laughs> wow, that's really committed. <laughs> yeah. But that's a great show. So check out Rap Battles and uh, Jokes Please every Thursday, Little Mountain Gallery. Then I started, and that's with uh, Ivan Decker and Ross Dow. Yeah. We're going to keep that going when I leave with the great Andy Kalstrom's going to jump in my spot. Oh, he's going to step up? Yes, sir. And he's so funny. That's awesome. That's that room just became exactly what we all wanted. It's people come every week now, uh, but we like two of the three will host together and just kind of riff with each other. And then the third guy will close it out and just headline the show. Right. And then all three of us come on after and just have a quick little wrap up and leave. But we've really gelled That's smart very quickly. And I love that show. And what's, Andy's uh, so what's funny, this, so. what you guys do occasionally on that night in, in that room, you guys do, uh, like marriage and divorce court or Weird something like things. that, right? Like what, what was up with, uh, like you just did a divorce court to <laughs> answer we, the marriage <laughs> night. Is that right? <laughs> when we started, that is right. When we started, we just uh, couldn't afford anyone, any posters or any promotion material. <laughs> so we just like Google search stupid images right. and then made a theme about it. So a, a few <laughs> months ago we had uh, jokes, please yam fries are extra edition. <laughs> where it started out as a joke where we were just gonna be like yeah if you want to come everything on the menus regular price sides are normal comedians are free but yam fries are extra which makes no sense it's barely (laughs) anything but then they came and it was the hottest night of the year and we just bought a ton of yam fries with spicy chipotle mayo for the whole audience oh wow and we just it was the worst summer treat but they loved it because they're like well this is absolutely ridiculous you could have got freezies for a fraction of the price we would have been way happier but we're swimming in chipotle mayo so yeah it started when we couldn't afford promotional materials and then we got these sweet posters made up all over town well all over offices and cork boards and then we were just like yeah we like the weird themes better and so now we're back on odd themes. So we had a marriage week a few weeks ago, and some people were disappointed that we actually weren't marrying off oh. uh, any of the people or hosts in the audience. So at the very end, uh, Ross Stoke married a toaster, which was nice. Fair enough. His one true love, toasting. And then the next week, we had to get some uh, crazy divorces. 
just because the crowd demanded it. Fair enough. So we broke some hearts. <laughs> it was a somber night at Jokes Place. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. You, aside from doing these uh, these rooms, you're also very active uh, all the time. I, I mean, uh, no, you're I actually doing a show a tonight. Yeah, a couple shows. After this after this show, you're going to go do another show. Yeah, there's a... Jesus Christ, Jordan. <laughs> what? For some reason, all the commercial drive shows are on Monday. So I'm doing two commercial drive shows tonight, which are great. Prop House is amazing. Wow, wait, wait, you're doing two shows tonight? Yeah, there's a new one. I don't know if you know Steve McGowan, but he's starting a new room on the drive. Uh, I Simon think I've met Steve. Uh, I'd like to associate a face, but uh, I can't at the moment. He's a nice guy, funny guy, and he's starting a room, and we need it, so... I'm very excited to do that show. Nice. And then I guess the other shows I run are uh, this one monthly show with Jacob Samuel, very funny comedian, just got, uh, he's a cartoonist, just got a a cartoon sold to The New Yorker, which has been a lifelong dream of his. It's crazy. That's very highbrow. He is a highbrow gentleman. He clearly (laughs) speaks exactly like Ray Romano shouting for Deborah. So it's perfect. (laughs) If you want to, if you want to go listen to monotone comedy, come to jokes, please for me and Jacob. I'm already intrigued. Yeah. First Wednesday of the month. And then cloud comedy is this show I do with now. I'm just plugging things. This is the plug section. That's what I asked. Why am I plugging shows? I'm leaving. Fuck you guys. Actually. You know what? Don't go to any shows ever again. (laughs) Let's all move to Toronto. Start a family. You're going to start thirty. <laughs> you're basically going to start setting up franchises in every city. Yeah. You're going to be in Atlanta, Hot Atlanta, Hot Atlanta with jokes, please Atlanta. That's right. And then there's Cloud Comedy, which is uh, a show I do with, like I mentioned before, Brian Nothing and this right. amazing improv duo, Canadian Comedy Award nominated Hip Bang. We're so funny, and we just have a couple stand-ups every time. And we did a show for Comedy Fest uh, last year that was the most fun I've ever had at a show. Wow. Can I can I ask you something? Um, the night we met. Um, the comedy I, mix, uh, yeah, at yeah. the comedy mix, um, uh, a Kyle Bottoms going away show there. Um, there was an, an improv duo up there. I can't remember their names. That's uh, Sunday Service. Taz and Ryan from the Sunday Service. Right, they were really good. Crazy good. I, I thought they were really good. They're the guys who do that rap battle show. They run it out. Here. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay. So I was trying to put this together in my head because my girlfriend and I were chatting about the show like that night. Actually, when we oh, went yeah. home and trying to remember that guy's name and. Because um, she was like the A and W guy, and I was like, I was like, I'm sure there's more to his career than that. There's like, so much. I, more. I was like, look at his skills up there. Obviously, he's doing really he's well. He's phenomenal. And, yeah, that's how she tagged him, and I was like, oh, fuck. He's, he's an incredible yeah. uh, theater at performer, and just the one of the funniest guys I've ever met is Ryan Beal. Same with Taz. Both them. Everyone in the Sunday service. There's five people in that, I believe, and they're. It couldn't be more different character-wise, personality-wise, but they're so funny, each of them. They're the funniest. They just it's, gel really well? Yeah. I don't know how they met, but you should have all of them on because they'd give a better uh, story than, they are so funny, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Well, they're um, so funny. Who, Who is someone that you gel with really well out here? I, I mean, uh, we, we've mentioned a lot of names that uh, you co-host mm-hmm. nights with and whatnot, but... Uh, um, is there a comedian out here that you gel with, like that you immediately think of? You're like, oh, that's that's who I'm going to tell this. I'm going to run this bit by. I'm going to say like, hey, what do you think? Um, definitely Stefan McNeil, who you had on before. Where I think he mentioned it. Anytime it's one in the morning and we need a beer, it's just like, what are you doing, you piece of shit? Let's go meet, <laughs> get a beer. He's a hundred percent of the time. He'll say yes, as will I. Yeah, that's so, that's awesome, man. Stefan's a really cool guy. Yeah, it's actually both Stefan and Brad on this show. Uh, on the podcast said that you were the funniest guy 
oh, that, that they could think of in the Vancouver scene. That so, is very nice. They probably kind. weren't including the the Graham Clarks and the Ivan Deckers, <laughs> the Kyle yeah. Bottoms of the world. I handed them a list of 100 <laughs> yeah. names, and I like, said, you can't see any of these names. So here's they, who has not appeared yeah. on the podcast And they're yet. like, oh, really? Okay, well, who's left? And they're like, is Jordan been on the show? And I was like, no. They're like, all right, last resort. Let's right. go, Jordan Cohen. Jordan's favorite. the hands down. And I was like, oh, okay. No, the, the truth is... Uh, uh, you are a really funny guy, but uh, a lot of your material is um, kind of based off of mm, real life scenarios that that occur in your life. What what is a boundary for you that you won't talk about on stage? Uh, I guess something that happens at someone else's expense that's not funny to me. Like if it if it happens to me, okay. that's very funny because I think I'm the dumbest person in the world. <laughs> I'm getting dumber by the day. I don't know what it is. I gotta stop drinking, I guess. I'm killing my brain cells. But I just feel every day <laughs> I wake up and I feel dumber. There's like long gaps in my sentences sometimes. I'll just forget what I'm talking about. So I'm a moron. <laughs> when I do stupid shit, that's very funny to me. But if I see a guy who like I have a bit about a homeless guy who fell out of his wheelchair, but it's not that he's not in his wheelchair. It's that I'm an idiot who can't help him back in it, even though it's all I'm trying to do. <laughs> so yeah, things at other people's expense. It's not funny to me unless they deserve it. Then it's hilarious, but it's hard to get people on board for a story that you're like, this guy's a piece of shit. This guy's a piece of shit. And then at the end you're like, he also is a nice person. Actually, no, that would be funny. <laughs> yeah, like, wait a minute. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> I was so like, we got a new bit. You this got gold here. Guy. What are you doing? <laughs> the other way, though, if you're like, this is this great guy. What an idiot. And then at the end, you're like, actually, I hate him. It's not funny. I see. Um, what's a uh, broad example of nothing? That was, yeah. was a meaningless <laughs> sentence. Let's go back to the train humor. Hello. Jews, right? All aboard. <laughs> okay. We have uh, we have, we have a pretty good understanding of 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 now in today's climate our our market today is is so i don't know how to it's it's very difficult to even offend somebody so right. like one of the segments on this show obviously too offensive i find it really really hard sometimes really really hard to develop questions sometimes because it's it's such a fine line to write uh, a question that is like somewhat offensive like that kind of pushes people on their heels but also not so offensive that you actually offend some like like the whole point of the game is that you have the option of saying too offensive in lieu of an answer right so sometimes you know i'll be penning the questions and i'll be thinking i'm like i could just say like you know i don't know say someone's going through like a divorce or something like that right. you're just like you could it's so easy just to be like well how about that task is about the divorce you know like i don't <laughs> want to just destroy the person but at the same time you're like ah fuck well what can i do what can i do i've actually i've only i've only not played too offensive uh twice right twice in the entire show so far and one one was out of just like this un unspoken respect thing <laughs> i had uh clay saint thomas on the the show the uh He's a radio host, but he's he's also a voiceover guy and real talented guy. But um, he's been in the business for like thirty five something years, and uh, you know he's like a voiceover god. Right. And so for me to be like, all right, no, when's the last time you fucked your wife or something like that? It's like <laughs> you know, it just felt fucking off. So I, I didn't play a game. And also, like, do you have that on the cue cards? <laughs> when was the last time <laughs> this man has no penis? <laughs> I uh, I had to feel uh, just odd talking because first of all you're just like okay well i don't want to his existing contract with 
uh, his radio station. Right. You know, I don't know if this blows back on him and he goes, Hey, yeah, I made some really blue comments <laughs> right. on the sh- on uh, this, this fucking small ass podcast and no one gives a shit about it. I don't something. know if you're about to ask me a question or if you're about to get out of asking well, the question. No, well, Go I, for it, man. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, you know what? We don't usually play too offensive until later on in the show, but fuck it. You're Let's teasing do it, it right now. Let's Boom. do it. Yeah. Teasing it. Teasing it. Here we go. Let me just look it up here because I was so prepared. I regret that subtle boom I just said more than the train thing, so at least we knocked that out. <laughs> See you later, Holocaust jokes. Okay, uh, I usually uh, got to let everyone know this is everyone's favorite segment, and that segment is, of course, Too Offensive! <sighs> Hello. <laughs> hey, uh, oh, we got to reintroduce ourselves. Hey, yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, Jordan Cohen, let me ask you a question here. Uh, the name of the game is that you get to say too offensive uh, with bonus points if you say it with a sample voice. Um, you get to say too offensive in lieu of an actual answer. Uh, it gives the audience an idea if you want to answer the real question, but it also gives them, uh, you know, there's something to be said there if you say too offensive. Okay. So uh, the first question is a little bit of a softball, and then we go, then we get fucking, uh, then we throw the spit, the tar pine, and we go fucking hard. All right, here we go. Uh, Question the first. Now, this is softball. So, Uh, Jordan, what do you feel is holding you personally back from reaching your next level of success? Uh, Myself, I guess. I just feel right now it's still at the phase where just doing it, take every opportunity I'm given. So I don't know if anything's holding me back. I'm trying to do everything I want to do. Um, you know what? The answer is, I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm on the road. <laughs> Not too offensive. Knocked it out of the park. I thought you were going to just say a promoter name and be like, fuck. Oh, yeah. Well, fuck uh, Billy Jameson. These are not real people. Oh, okay. <laughs> Some guy's like, what the fuck did he say? Benicio Del Toro's been rubbing me the wrong way, really <laughs> keeping me in a box creatively. Uh, you, Benny Delto. Question the second. Jordan Cohen. Please describe your sexual skills using serial killers as a comparison. Oh, God. There comes like a 20-minute lull in the podcast where I pull any serial killers that I have in the old brain. Are you, to... are you aware of many? No. I so, mean, I'm aware of when them. When I wrote they... this, I was like, Jordan's probably dark like me. He probably knows at least nine I bet you get so many people who just say any fucking uh serial killer they can think of and then kind of trail off wait for a laugh and then hope the next question comes well what we're so gonna the, do that too mr manson mr charles manson no eh? Marilyn. oh Marilyn. <laughs> he's killed before he's had to kill before i believe he's uh he's engaged in uh autoerotic fellatio oh interesting i believe he's uh sucked uh, sucked his own dick that's a yeah, that's the Marilyn rumor that he like had his ribs removed or yeah. something so he could do that. That sounds like a lie that Marilyn Manson spread. I read an excerpt of his book, but where, then again, why would he? Where he he kind of says that like he alludes to it, but then he says, "I'm not gonna sit up here and tell you that I haven't sucked another man's dick though." That's what he <laughs> says in his book, and, and and then and then he's like, "If you've been to enough parties like I have, he's like, there's." there's no one who hasn't is what he said and i was like oh okay so so for him to admit that and maybe not just proclaim that he sucked his own dick makes right. me think that 
I don't know. Maybe it didn't happen. That I like way. that subtle brag first, though. When you've been to as many parties as I have. That's what he's saying. I've been to a ton of parties, guys. I don't know if you know about rock stars, but we go to parties all the time. Well, listen, listen, kid. When I was, uh, let's see, this must have been the Antichrist superstar days. I was killing it. First rule, <laughs> when you go to a party, you got to suck some guy's dick. So just to be clear, you said Marilyn, or Marilyn, no, Charles Manson. <laughs> You said Charles Manson, so therefore you're comparing your sexual skills to probably the the most printed and publicized serial killer of all time. Yeah, that's... That's you, right? That's how deep my... Uh, that's you in the bedroom. That's, that's me. <laughs> highly publicized. <laughs> Gonna live forever in the, in, so in the hearts of many. <laughs> yeah, uh, well... You know what? I, I uh, did not succeed in. Uh, I did not succeed either. I feel like we both failed. I in didn't that succeed one. in uh, making you say too offensive. But ladies oh, and gentlemen, just two questions and that too offensive. Was, it's too offensive. It's spelled T W O. I had qua- offensive. I, well, I had Quasi Thomas on the show, and he thought it was too offensive, like T W O. And so now <laughs> it's two questions. It was one question for like the first ten times, and then he came on the show. I've known Quasi a long time, but that was too offensive. <sighs> Blow. That's it. <laughs> So that was that segment, and I didn't actually segment. get you to say it. What the fuck? Two of, I can, if you want, I can just give you a two offensive. Why don't you give me that little sample? Too offensive. <sighs> yeah, it's it's a thirst quenching. <laughs> too offensive. You, it really hits the spot. You came in here drinking black water. It was this trace mineral water. Um, it's delightful. I, <laughs> it I, tastes like nothing, but it's loaded that? with minerals. Can I see that? So no, they like, say, and I. Uh, so it's called Trace, and it's. I find that it, placebos of any kind get me going. Like I barely, go, I don't go to the gym. I just <laughs> eat like whole wheat and drink stupid mineral waters and get some juices every once in a while. Jordan, I'm surprised am, you don't go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Too offensive. <laughs> uh, but I drink this shit, and I feel like. A million bucks, <laughs> and I shouldn't, because I am—I'm a giant slob. I got to get my life together. You—you're uh, hammer time, and today you came in with a head cold. I'm like, thank me- you so much. Medium impressed that you came on down anyway. Yeah, uh, you didn't succumb to the entertainment of. Oh, I threw some caffeine back, threw some trace mineral mineral water, and things are now looking up. Trace. I was just reading. I was just reading hangovers the, and head colds. The the. Uh, the fucking marketing speak on the front of that bottle and it's like life enriching elements of planet earth and <laughs> the healing aura of i'm like get the fuck like you know it sucks hey don't knock healing auras okay oh, I, so healing auras did a lot for canada i could see his aura he's, he's crimson <laughs> uh i would i would think um there was probably some marketing meeting where they, you know, a bunch of fucking guys who don't give a shit sat down and were like, all right, well, what what are the fucking kids like these days? What are the fucking <laughs> the kids? Uh, you know, the kids are, like black water. Black water. Looks like the darkness in their eyes. I can totally see them, like, having a flipboard and, like, one day, like, oh, look at your busted ass water. And then flipping the board and be like, black water. What the fuck? And, like, edgy. Edgy. Very edgy. And, <laughs> uh, they're like, the oil of the Gulf of Mexico, something like that ties in. I don't know. Pipelines. That's, that's something everyone's talking about. And I'm sure there's a connection to be made there, but not by me. I had a uh, Baron Sullivan on the show, Baron S. She's a, she's a pop vocalist, uh, uh, from here in Canada. And she, uh, she was on a press tour and she came on podcast and, uh, we talked a little bit about the, uh, pipeline hmm. and, 
immediately after I got like weird feedback from people because I was getting some people were like yeah fucking rights we need to do something fucking and I'm like all right that's vulgar but then uh the next person that like literally the next comment I got was uh someone said you know what people want to bitch about the pipeline but they don't understand that what we're doing is really just helping Canadians move ahead. And, and I was like, well, all right, that's fine. But why does it have to be that way? Like, I, I, so I brought up the point and I'll bring it up again. Why can't we just have thermal, like geothermal energy and, and or utilize solar energy? I don't understand, like, why we, we haven't done that yet. Like, why is it, why is it 2014 and we are still investing in pipelines? Because people are still making money off pipelines. But crazy money. Here's what I'm saying is like, we're at a weird point, right? Like our generation, when we are in the position that the the previous generation is in right now, so when we're in our like 40s and 50s and whatnot, so you know, a couple decades from now, right? We'll be looking at possibly the turning point for humanity for the next hundred years, if it could possibly happen. Because right now, I mean, nothing's happening while these guys are in power. Like the current oligarchs that are in power right now, nothing is going to shift in mentality other than maybe more evil. <laughs> like it's right. going to get more fucked before it gets better. All right. And then these dinosaurs are going to die off and it's going to take either education right now that we're taking in conversations like this and, and other ones that are being raised where, where they hearken back to their youth and these people that become in power will go, yeah, maybe we don't have to like dump everything in the ocean. Maybe we can. Right. Maybe we can shoot it into space, and then space becomes a new issue or something. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's odd though that it's twenty four space reference intergalactic podcast. Intergalactic, yes. Actually, it's weirdly enough that was another comment we got recently was uh, <laughs> no space talk. They're like, why is it? Why? Yeah, why? Why is it intergalactic? New? I'm <laughs> disappointed with the cosmic level of, and uh, people don't realize this because. Uh, before I started producing full time, I right. was uh, a performer, uh, a yo-yo hippity hopper, and uh, all my music is sci-fi based. So uh, it's uh, to deal with the Boomsday Alliance. Okay, we're part of this ship. Uh, the sh- we're a ship's crew for this group called Newbie Newbinson, and uh, Newbie Newbinson, the Boomsday Alliance, and Newbie is this giant black orb-headed guy, of and he uh, owns the spaceship called the Double Boomskies, and uh, all our songs are about our adventures on said ship. So, that is why the show is called Intergalactic Interviews. It's a bit of a tie-in. So you guys are like the hip-hop Star Trek group? <laughs> we are... Uh, I don't even want to compare that. <laughs> I won't even. I won't even give. <laughs> can we? Can we get a Firefly reference? Be, oh yeah, yeah. That sure. was way Hell better yeah. than Star Trek. Um, I would. I would say it's probably more. Um, it's more like Dune. Okay. Yeah, it's more like Dune plus Star Trek, Mass Effect, and Star Trek. Yeah, and, and Star, Star Trek. Trek. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, but not shitty fucking jj abrams star trek <laughs> so when you were talking about uh the pipeline that did that get did that boost listeners like having that debate on it did that bring in more people i don't know i think it might have like isolated a few people and it's weird how how people can uh manifest their 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 differences of opinion yeah because sometimes sometimes someone can have just indifference to you right and then you can raise an issue with them and then suddenly 
even though they can't, even though it's a negative feeling they have towards you, they can't not think about you. And so they're like drawn to you weirdly. And so, um, I don't like the term haters. I don't like that because people are just, I always always like to think people have opinions just because you, you don't agree with them. That doesn't make them a hater. YOLO swag, like all this fucking (laughs) bullshit. I like, I don't, I don't like that. And so I always just think I'm like, oh, you have a differing opinion. Yeah, that's fine. And I don't know. We're in the goddamn entertainment industry. Like you'd think that there might be a bit of a dissension <laughs> at some point. And so I, I look at it like, well, I'd rather have a discussion and uh, and and then bring it to light than have you know lack of substance within the podcast. Like I want to have this type of intellectualism, but I don't want to have it. Um, it's so bogged down with like, okay, now, now we're getting into debates and chemical compounds. And it's like, I don't want to, I don't actually have any knowledge of that. So right. I don't want to talk about it. There was uh, today vice just posted this the, uh, short documentary, the bros of fracking. What? And it's just these rich young 20 year olds who are just making a killing, just working these pipelines and just throwing all their money away right away. Like one guy was saying he made $250,000 last year and, he saved like 10 or 20 grand and just spent the rest of it on nonsense. Spent it on. And was laughing it off like, hey, it's no problem. I'll make half a mil next year. What, on like Fort McMurray pussy? Like, yeah. What, what, what is he? Uh... Calgary just buying up land and <laughs> I don't know what they do in Calgary. Meat and then more pipelines. Jesus. Well, yeah, I, I don't even know. Um, I don't even know if if they're aware of like, from what I understand, that, have you seen that documentary uh, or even like a, a a clip, a gif, a gif, or whatever of uh, them lighting tap water on fire because of yeah. because of the fucking it's crazy. Fracking. That's insane. That's insane that, that there's that level of of uh, of industry crossover and pollution that something like that can happen, and we're all still just like, but that's okay. Kardashians are on the fucking on tv like who gives a shit like i, I wonder it's crazy maybe point. things like this documentary though will shed light on these jerks and maybe that will get people interested it's based on bros, going of, at, bros uh, of fracking the bros of fracking i don't know if it's a web series or if they just put the whole documentary out there i think it's just a documentary that's available right now that's crazy i've but watched it was the, very uh, interesting they have no idea they're just they assume everyone thinks they're the shit and that's funny. They're doing you, a good you saw thing. that today yeah i today i watched a vice documentary i watched uh they're so good the uh the uh, scariest debt collector in the What's UK. That? Have you seen that one? No. Holy shit. Okay, so this guy, uh, I should probably look up his name, but fuck it. We'll just talk about it. Uh, so Vice went and sat with this guy. Um, it's like a half hour documentary. Um, this guy is a former mob enforcer, qu- quote, f- former, and he uh, owns a boxing gym. Okay. And uh, he takes like two or three, four of his best guys, you know, like six, five, two seventy five, big, big fucking guys. And, right. and, uh, he just goes and has words with, uh, people that owe money. He's like, he's like, if he's essentially, oh, I think the way they described it was like, uh, if you needed a, if you needed a cab and he, you, and you didn't have a cab, you call me, I'm a driver, you know? And it's like, so I'm like a debt collector. I'm like a third party driver wow. of, of sorts. And so, uh, I was watching watching him deal like they actually went on a couple ride-alongs with him to do his thing and he like goes into a it was like a car dealership or an office building or something it was like very white collar looking place right and uh, he goes in and uh, he has like 
three it's like him and two guys and then the camera crew so the camera crew's like about 40 feet away but he's lapeled mic'd up and stuff so you can hear him and um the two guys he brought with him henchmen stand about 10 feet back from him and what he does is he goes inside and uh he asks to speak to the guy and then before the guy shows up to the desk he he goes outside and uh so the secretary will be like oh he was here but he just went outside right and so <laughs> so the guy's like oh who's who's here like just an idiot and like walks out so he walks out and he stands there and goes look you know who i am your money you're not if you're not gonna pay tell me right now or i'm gonna let you know and then he's like listen i come back here i'm not gonna come back here alone see these guys and he points at me he's just they're gonna come talk to you not me got it and then he's like you're gonna pay he's like yeah you're gonna pay and like he just gets on his fucking face and i was like i was like holy shit how is this even like uh legal and clearly it's not yeah i and, don't think it is yeah and then it goes, it's crazy that they let them follow them around like how why why would you do this if you know you're being filmed every vice documentary it's yeah like, you could just not do that right now i guess they always position it with the guys who are kind of I don't know, doing the weird stuff that That's totally they think it, they're right? the hero, I guess. Well, in the case of this guy, most of the time they are actually following around heroes. Well, I was like watching, the bros uh, of fracking, my heroes. Yeah, well, the bros of fracking. So they just have like... A lot of them don't have shirts. They're so rich, but they can't afford <laughs> basic just t-shirts. Just get any tea. Just 16 bucks for any, two. Any tea. American Apparel. 16 bucks for two is the deal I pulled right there. Yeah. Classic $16 <laughs> t-shirt combo. By the way, I'm sure the first store they thought of was American Apparel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not affliction or affliction. O'Neill. What happened to Ed Hardy is, I know that was a quick fad, but what is that brand doing now? Have they gone under? Are they repositioning to other I, things? I had overheard. There's no way I read this. I just overheard it. I had overheard that uh, Ed Hardy had passed on his name to someone prior to this clothing boom okay. that, that the company had. And so he, his estate signed over the rights to the name and whatnot. And because I guess Ed Hardy was like this fucking like God, like, like a, like an amazing art artist or something. Yeah. And, uh, so in the art community, he was like highly revered, but like, it was a private exchange of the name. So people thought at first, like, God, oh, good on you, Mr. Hardy. You know, you're, you're getting everywhere. Look, look, everyone's wearing your clothes and shit. And then it was like weirdly co-opted by the bro movement. And it, we, and what's really weird Show is your that, sensitive side. Those roses with thorns, just like <laughs> those bros. <laughs> Nothing says that you are uh, capable of having a social conversation uh, more than uh, a studded skull <laughs> with a bit of rose work. <laughs> That's, nothing says that. But uh, it really, I think what happened is this. It's, I think it was a two-prong thing. I think it was that uh, the bros we just previously mentioned came into full effect and we're just like, I like this shit. It makes me look like a fucking badass. All right. that. Right alongside the MMA boom of 2009. And when that happened, because that it became even like all these filthy casuals were starting to get involved in it. Like, we're having a pay-per-view party. You going to come over? <laughs> like, filthy casuals. Yeah, yeah. fucking filthy casuals. <laughs> and uh, so what happened is then they start seeing guys that are fighting that are badass wearing like affliction and ed hardy and shit like that and suddenly it became like a mma thing and even now it's like i i completely judge the fuck out of people if they wear that stuff in public yeah i like, think everybody does you know it's especially guys that maybe just aren't aware like like when i was in halifax just a couple weeks ago i kept seeing tons of dudes like 35 plus 
that are rocking like not even affliction like fake affliction <laughs> have you seen have you seen like affliction affliction yeah <laughs> it was like uh oh i wish i could uh, it'd be names i'd be names like this it'd be like extreme strength written yeah. like written like affliction around uh the the collarbone from collarbone to collarbone and it'd be like power muscle or right. something like that and you're like oh shit shark fin or like oh okay that's what you're into <laughs> that kind of stuff um i wonder if if i could uh applore you for a moment we're gonna switch gears here for a sec do a little bit of listener interaction <laughs> all right wake um, up listeners we're done talking about ed hardy and fracking <laughs> <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen uh the reality is is uh i think people really want to know your feeling and your stance on uh, that type of clothing, clearly. Uh, It's clear that I'm pro Ed Hardy, right? Like, I want that to live forever. (laughs) It's all I own. I'm wearing just three long sleeves right now. Just, oh yeah, like... uh, Well, I mean, I'm going to sweat through the bottom one, (laughs) but I want to sweat through way faster. So I had to pop up the first two just so people see how hard I'm working. I want people to think that I just came home from the gym <laughs> at all times in my Ed Hardy shirt. Getting your swole on. Getting my swole on. Like everybody else in Ed Hardy, I've just <laughs> been lifting. Hilarious. Bruh. Yeah, bruh. Um, actually, uh, before we do listener action, let's do uh, this is a little, little fast rapid fire thing. It's just Coke or Pepsi, one or the other. Coke? Oh, Seriously? Over Pepsi? Yeah. If those are my only two options, yeah. I'm going Coke. Coke, me too. I like a Coke. I like a Diet Coke or a Coke Zero. It's not I even like all that sugar. It's not even close. I <laughs> fucking am blanking on their names right now because I'm trying to host this goddamn show. It's Coke but, and Diet Coke. But uh, no, you just the, said it, or I did. Wait, <laughs> back up the train for one second. Sorry, Coke versus Pepsi. Yes, and it's that same train. Uh, <laughs> let me. Uh, what was the name of those twins? The Jesus Olsen Christ. twins? No, the uh, they're hilarious. The Olsen twins? Yeah, yes. Actually, it is. <laughs> no. no, the uh, uh, S- twins. One wears glasses, one doesn't. Oh, the Sklarbros. There you go. Sklarbros. <laughs> yeah. I just watched their special a couple weeks ago. It's very funny. I can't believe I can't fucking remember the Sklarbros names. That's yeah. a shameful thing. But I'm trying to I'm trying to host, goddammit. Randy and Jason. Anyway, very, very funny. They had a, a good bit on Coke or Pepsi. Did they? They did. And now, I, actually, every time I say that, I think about it. <laughs> they get credit for that. I also don't like so does it all. But if those are my only options, let the record show. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Fact. Okay, let's move uh, to this one here. Uh, I think there's a little more. Uh, let's talk about Coke a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, like, have we squeezed all the uh, juice out of that? You don't want to go in? It's fizzy. Oh. Not like that sugary Pepsi, which is sometimes too fizzy. Come on. Uh, local venues. Uh, comedy mix or yuck yucks? Oh. Uh, local. Just in Vancouver? That's uh, what local means. Uh mm. I love the comedy. These mix. particular two. You know what? The yeah. Yuck Yucks is doing great right now. Sam Easton popped in there. They just o- reopened a few years ago and mm-hmm. it took a bit to get going. But right now, uh, Fong and Sam Easton did an amazing job over there bringing that club back. It's really great. But for me, the comedy mix has always been so good to me since I started. Right. And it's kind of a perfect club. It's just I know it's kind of just a standard comedy thing, but you want low ceilings. You want everybody packed in together, facing the stage. Right. Uh, and that's exactly what they do. It's really dark. It's in the basement. So you kind of have this weird, like, oh, we're going underground <laughs> to watch comedy vibe, which is cool. And the everyone who works there just has their shit together. Like, the guys who work the door, they've been there for so long that they don't really put up with much. Yeah. If somebody's going to talk or be a jerk, they'll get them out right away. They don't really wait for anything. Yeah. I know Kyle spoke about the Rory Scovel giant fight in the audience. I was <laughs> at that show, too. It was amazing. Because the guy, Justin's so big, 
<laughs> he just Jeez, right? He, he was so much bigger than all five of these guys who just wouldn't leave, and they were the worst, ruining the show the whole night. They're fracking bros. They were. Fr- they were. They were fracking bros. If you were to draw bros, a picture of fracking hilarious. bros, and that picture came to life, it would be these five gentlemen. That's so funny. And yeah, they just totally jumped on this guy, but he he took them all. He got them all out Jesus. of there. Jesus. And uh, I just love that club. They've done a lot for me. He shattered their net worth. All yeah. five of them. <laughs> uh, bonus question. Little side bonus question. I just Great. thought of. I just thought of right now. Uh, uh, we'll use the runner-up there. We we'll yuck yucks or laugh lines. Oh, yuck yucks. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That was just a little shot. That's okay. <laughs> laugh lines. If you guys don't know, is a club in New West, which uh, I haven't been to very much. Mostly just because it's in New West and so far. And same. But I also have my immediate reaction to it, which was hmm. It's interesting because the guy who gave me my start, like the guy who gave me my first open mic, Johnny Scoop, now works there, and I. Actually, I haven't spoken to anybody since he took over the booking, but he used to run a bunch of amateur and independent shows around town. Right. And he was so great. He was just so good to new comedians and really helpful. And he knew I hadn't gone up yet, but he put me up on a night I should have never been on just because there were so many pros on it. But I kind of <laughs> just begged him, like, listen, I circled this date. And I know <laughs> I'm going to start forever and it needs to be now, please. And he's like, yeah, bring a bunch of friends and whatever, which is obviously what happens to people at the beginning but uh <laughs> i love that guy i'm never gonna i'm gonna miss johnny scoop johnny scoop i want to just give a johnny scoop shout out nice after scoop, you took a nice little is. shot at, <laughs> after you took a shot at the venue <laughs> yeah you didn't really put me in a yeah. why don't you have like too offensive See, as an option been, for that yeah Jesus. it's like hey shit on a national chain <laughs> or a club you never go to. That basically started in the market you're returning to. Or, uh, yeah. Um, Oh, here's one for you. Here's here's a topical one. Uh, uh, Kosher shellfish or kosher bacon? I gotta gotta go. Yeah. (laughs) Kosher shellfish. (laughs) Kosher bacon. Um, Well, you see, you've put me in a a corner here. (laughs) These things don't exist. That's right. So I succeeded on that, as did every listener. (laughs) <laughs> Fantastic. And that was actually the correct answer, which is Swish. Weird. Nothing yeah. but .net. Uh, I'll let you know your final score here in a minute. Uh, Canucks or Leafs? Oh, boy. I uh, I am going to go Leafs. Because you're a hometown boy. Because my hometown boy. I don't watch hockey. But Leafs, that, that, you know what? Neither. Neither. Fuck all you guys. <laughs> you guys, let me hear it. If you're a Leafs fan, if you're a Canucks fan, fuck you. Let me know on Twitter what you think. <laughs> At Mr. Jordan Cohen. I don't like what you're doing. I don't like what you do next. <laughs> so, present and future, no thank you. All right. Talking uh, to you, Dustin and James, geez. specifically. You know what team you live with. All right, match meet bridge. We'll uh, just <laughs> be right back in one moment. Uh, I don't watch hockey at all. I have no opinion. No, that's fine. I'm a Habs fan, so I was going to destroy hey, you. Know. you said, hey. Cool. That's right. Fuck Habs. Hey. If you're a Habs fan, Douglas, get the fuck out of here. Douglas sounds like a good guy. All right. Just based. Doug can hang. Totally on his, what I assume to be, team. Okay. Um, writing drunk or writing sober? Oh, uh, I always think I have the most genius thoughts drunk to myself i'll never like be like this is a good bit to my buddies Mm -hmm. but i will wake up to like six notes in my phone (laughs) that i'm sure like when i wrote them i'm sure they're going to be my new closers and then i wake up and it's just like what if the washroom was two feet closer to the bed (laughs) 
That would solve a lot of problems. Are they half-assed, or do, are you, do you read them and go, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I read them and go, what Chili the fuck, pepper. every time. What the? <laughs> and then I started doing audio notes, and they're way worse. The audio notes are just a confident, half-drunk, sleepy person who's trying to get a thought across, but it just comes out like, if the washroom were two feet closer to the bed... You know what? There's some good stuff to explore here. Tomorrow, sit down and write this out, Jordan. You're welcome. Like, You're like, fuck you, Jordan. What the Jordan. fuck? Past me. You're totally lazy. You yeah. could have had this done by now. <laughs> Not like current me, which just doesn't do anything. Jesus I have Christ. to wait for shitty things to happen to me. And then I write the bits about it. Is that, is that what you do? You're, you're constantly waiting for shit to happen? Yeah, and it never happens when you're waiting. It's like love, man. What the fuck? When you're waiting for it, it ain't coming when you least expect it. Nope. But every time I go, sometimes I feel like Vancouver is too perfect. Like every time, nothing happens to me here. I just do comedy (laughs) every night. I go to my job. I take a lot of naps. But I go to Toronto. It's like such a big, huge city with like a lot of grit and terrible things happening all the time. Dude, it's surrounded by five series. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's surrounded by five series. Everybody in it, it's tense, you find. Like, I don't know why, but every time I go to Toronto, something weird happens that just the bits kind of write themselves. But here, I like will sit down to write a bit, and it will never be anything like the stuff that just <laughs> yeah, happens. Well, because you can't be like, yeah, today I had a nice light salad and then went to the beach. Yeah. And then my friends wanted to go snowboarding. So I said, you know, like, it's, just, it's a fucking <laughs> I weird. I had the option to do literally anything today. <laughs> anything. Yeah. You're like, well, anyway, talk to you later, Utopia. Like, you're just <laughs> fucking it's insane. You can't just go off that portion. All right. Let's go to some fucking listener questions here. Uh, this one comes in via Facebook. Uh, it says, Jordan, we will miss you when you move. What food... <laughs> would you take with you if you could? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hashtag Jordan size hole, which is fucking crazy. That's that crazy. They knew that before, before we you even eat, yeah. dropped that Amazing. hashtag Jordan size hole. Yeah, I just made that up, but it's fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, what, uh, what food what, would you take with so you? So it has to be a Vancouver-based food? I would imagine that's what it's saying, yeah. Huh. What, what food would you take with you if you could? I would go back to when the Rumpus Room was still open. Mm. They had a phenomenal veggie burger and sweet potato fries and pint special every Monday. I'm taking that with me. I miss that place. I had like a, my buddy Nick and I would go every week for this and then it shut down and now we're finding it hard to keep up the friendship. Jeez, that we really? don't have a rock. <laughs> it's just like we're both busy, but that was just an understood thing we could do and we cannot find that rock anymore. That's interesting. That was the anchor that, that, was that the brought anchor. you guys to port. Bergs and beers. Interesting. Man. Um, are you actually a vegetarian? No. I just, I like a good... Anything I like fucking carbs, man. Like Dude, a, a nice hard- a nice hearty veggie burger sometimes done the right way, they'll get you. It's like a carb sandwich. It's just like a rice patty, some bread, yam fries. This is the heaven. thing that like if people who you grew up with heard this would be like, see Vancouver made him soft, <laughs> kind of faggy. I don't know. Like that kind of thing. you'd be like, what? Why? Because I enjoy a veggie burger. Like yeah. fucking. I uh, I switched to vegetarian at the beginning of this year with oh, my, really? my lady. My lady's doing really good. She did. Uh, she's like at eight months now with wow. uh, vegetarianism. But I'm half assed. I gave up and. Are you back on the meat train? I'm back on the meat train. Why did she go veggie? Uh, what was her reason? I think she has um, uh, just kind of reached a, a ceiling of. I think I should be healthy now and let's get serious and just try and try and turn it into a healthy thing. And she's doing really well. She like totally has taken initiative on so many nights for cooking and stuff like that. She's cool. like, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, okay. Like last night we had a, I don't even know what it's called, but it's like, she like carves out red 
roasted peppers and then fills it with quinoa and jalapenos and cheese and it's fucking jawsome it's like amazing it so sounds jawsome yeah it is fucking absolutely that jawsome <laughs> um next question this one comes in via twitter can you jordan cohen describe the best moment of your career so far Oof. um the i would say i don't i the first one that comes to mind and i don't know if it's the best one was northwest comedy fest last year on my cloud comedy show i had uh it was like the drop-in show for the festival which was super cool of them to let us do that right so we had uh just pop by kyle canane popped Shh. in one of my favorites same with matt bronger wow that's close like, the thing out that's pretty awesome it was crazy and this guy Derek Sheen, who I had not met before from Seattle, so funny. He's going to be huge. He's hilarious. Derek Sheen, Derek Sheen, he's amazing. That's pretty rad. And yeah, that was a great show. So that was incredible to have that those guys on. But then we also had some of my favorites from Canada. Chris Locke <clears> is on, and he's every time I've done a show with him, he blows me away. So funny, cool. He's incredible, so original. And we had Katie Crown on. This guy from New York, Pete Davidson, who's like crazy he's like 19 and might have been funniest guy on the show it was really it was nuts oh that's then awesome. we had graham on that show when graham is like not the first guy you name that's <laughs> yeah, crazy actually, that's an, actually right there that says a lot when, when, when graham clark's not but graham is one of my favorite comedians he's incredible oh he's amazing his podcast is fucking awesome oh my god stop so podcasting good. yourself Stop like podcasting other podcasting. yourself, which I clearly didn't listen to. And I was like, oh, let me start my own podcast. <laughs> like an idiot. But uh, no, I, I, I There's like There's room show. for everyone, man. There's room for the, the, the internet's internet. a big yeah. place. You can hang out. Yeah. No, but I, I love it. I uh, I think he's a good guy. But He's great. Um, this, uh, this last one uh, comes in via Facebook. Cool. And it was a nice little, nice little, no, no, that, that last one was from Twitter. Did I say also from Facebook? I don't know. Fuck it. Whatever. Um, this stuff matters. This, yeah, this is important. Fracking and which social media people submitted questions about yeah. which foods I like the This best. one comes in from a fracking bro. Uh, okay, so uh, this is actually uh, a nice segue, but it, it says, uh, Mary, fuck, kill. Ooh. Uh, Kyle Bottom. Ivan Decker. Graham Clark. Ooh. And I will remind you that the answers will undoubtedly shake the scene to its core. You got to kill Kyle Bottom Jesus, right out of the game. Immediately. Easy you choice. Even hesitate. Kill Kyle Bottom. <laughs> that one I'm sure of. And Kyle's a very good friend of mine. He's got to go first. He's, he's lived a long life. He's learned how to do man stuff now. He's Yeah, he's changed, man. He's, he's gotten moved. soft. He went to Toronto and got soft. I came here and got soft. He, uh, yeah. <laughs> Kyle's got to die because he, uh, just every time I go to dinner, he's playing like Bejeweled on his phone. Dude. Really rubs me the wrong way. I couldn't deal with that for the rest of my life. When he was in here, right before the show started, we were doing uh, sound check and he was playing, oh fuck, what was it called? Some like Some card game, but it's an online card game. And it was like, it's kind of like Magic the Gathering, but it wasn't. It was right. like based on the World of Warcraft <laughs> series yeah. or something. Uh, he's like, hey, you ever play this? And I was like, no. <laughs> and he like showed me how to play for a minute and I was like, cool. That's it. But he's, yeah, he's always got something on He's always got it. And then I'm going to marry Graham Clark because those laughs are never going to stop. Oh, shit. And then. That's a long life you can live together. Oh, yeah, baby. And then I'm going to fuck Ivan Decker because he looks like soft. He looks like he has soft skin. <laughs> so Ivan Decker is so peaceful. Yeah, the porcelain skin of Ivan Decker. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Also, that would be very funny sex. <laughs> Everybody think about it. 
Dun, 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 Ivan dun. Decker and Jordan Cohen having passionate soft skin sex. And I got a lot of body hair to go with his Fr- blonde. Front ways. Front ways. Front ways. <laughs> Which is. Actually- I'm going to leave that up to the listener, actually. You guys oh, imagine okay. however you want to do it. It's odd. I, I immediately couple- went to front ways. I was yeah. like, well, it's got to be front ways. It says more about you than yeah, it does about Ivan and I eye- and our, our love, which more, we share. There's more eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> Come to Jokes Please every Thursday if you want to see. Uh, I, if you really want to put some visuals to Ivan Decker and Jordan Cohen. There you go. Um. Let's uh, let's let's plug a little bit more here. So uh, cool. I don't think that's possible. I've little Mountain so Gallery. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure the quota is pretty close. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Little Mountain Gallery uh, every Thursday. Every Thursday, 9 p.m. New lineups every week. Jokes Please Gang is always there. Uh, why stand up on Commercial Drive first Wednesday of the month at the Tangent Cafe, and it's free. Also a new lineup every month. It's a super great show. And Cloud Comedy. Um, I'm going to be coming back in from Toronto to do these shows we're going to do a few a year and uh yeah cloud comedy at the china cloud theater on main street in chinatown mm-hmm. check out hip bang check out brian nothling and follow me on twitter at, at mr jordan cohen that's right hey you know what you did half of my goddamn job hey you're welcome man intro your twitter i'll just say it again you guys should follow jordan cohen on twitter at mr jordan cohen uh i will say though uh he's so active it don't blink you might miss it you're gonna miss it if you do blink so i (laughs) i think make your own device keep your eyes open get some eye clamps strap uh, get some google glasses you know what just only get google glasses for at mr jordan cohen and if you let me know that you did that i will tweet you once once hashtag jordan size hole (laughs) uh and as always ladies and gentlemen you can always follow me at md underscore boomsday uh you can also email me your questions your thoughts your concerns maybe even your i don't know immediate reactions to certain train humor on this podcast uh to jamie j-a-y-m-e at amprecordsco.com uh of course we are serious and uh we definitely want to hear from you um we are also sponsored this week uh ladies and gentlemen if you're paying attention at the beginning of the show by over the moon games and uh their new release is called the fall you definitely want to check it out uh i had the privilege of helping uh do some of the sound for that game and you guys definitely want to play it it's available on pc mac wii u linux fucking i'm sure it's available on your 1993 pentium seller on i don't know fucking buzzword let's go but i will say uh i had a great time today me too jordan cohen you're a fantastic guy i thanks for having me i definitely need to stop booking people that i get along with really well <laughs> and then they move away shortly after so uh <laughs> I, I need to figure that out because uh you'd definitely be missed in the scene thanks, and man. Uh, you're a rad guy thank you for coming by uh this week music is going to be japanese artist jure featuring maca uh and uh it's an international record and so you're going to check out some japanese hip-hop that i produced uh i think you guys will like it the song's called super soul ladies and gentlemen mr cohen say goodbye 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 See, I talk to the rhythm and the rhythm talk back Supersonic, we all, we on that Full clip, won't strip my soul back Facelift, don't trip my old past Move ahead, show them how you dealing Got soul, hold that feeling A new motive in a world of fantasize My soul, not a corporate enterprise Independent with my hearty balls Yeah, I listen to the light and recite the call God willing, I repent my sins Turn my life round, turn myself in Spin, my cycle revolves Jump off the train before my life stalls All in all, my soul be asking Stay clean behind for my passion 
は戻れないあの日へ超えてしまった一戦激戦コース一戦やるなら今今しかねえぜやるなら本気でやるしかねえぜ絶妙なライミータイミングサバイビー収まりきれずに溢れる感情を届けてみせる俺だって感動今すぐ時な暗号いつかめいつごと当然だろう白も黒もぶしたぎるグレイゾンガードの上から楽勝でカート俺は求める真のアンサー共感するなら君の出番さ限界まで全開目指すは次の展開行く手を阻む障害に動じないつまり無敵の存在 OneLifeOneTimeOneMicOneMind 全てを掴んで駆け抜ける俺の時代まで突っ走る Who's that? I got a lot of soul, thank God for that. A fresh rap, so I keep on track. I move a lot of weight, that weight don't lack. Change, tryna push it ahead. Let it be known, my soul not dead. Said it once, said it twice, that's life. What the fuck you think? I don't need no prices, free. A soulful action, do it for the love, I ain't looking to cash in. Straight thrashing, concrete beat, streets will melt, let's blaze the seat. Seek out a destination so cold, so well past, but my heart will hold the love. From side to side, bless me, saw my soul alive. Come on, this is my time. Mark, you're gonna say, die, same boo. マイクコントロール目指すはプロフェッショナル聞けばわかんだろこの曲狙い外さねえ胸に響かせるよ机に向かってペンを取る天下がライムバイオリールエビシンズコナビオライ過剰な心配いらない挑戦したっていいんじゃないだってそうだろう俺は Only oneIt's alrightIt's okayNever give up so find a way 時代を超えろ Back to the future 俺はヒップホップリムチューサー No I pray my soul be shapedPray to God it's not too lateWorldwide from coast to coast I express my soul My voice I host No I pray my soul be shaped Pray to God that it's not too late Worldwide from coast to coast I express my soul My voice I host 限界まで展開目指すは次の展開行く手を阻む障害に動じないつまり無敵の存在 OneLifeOneTimeOneMicOneMind 全てを掴んで駆け抜ける俺の時代まで通過しよう Digital addiction filled with description Yo Horny Just come and listen I got a vision I've been doing a long time Same mind I find a new grind Let it shine in between my soul Canadian rap, I'm blessed out the cold Let it unfold, submit a new hold Dreams rule everything around my soul I don't feel old, but it's creeping Ahead of my time while the rest of y'all sleeping Mad decent, no exposure, headline knacker You fucking with a closer Who's dope or the man who's made a goal Or the one who stands ahead as alone The script is hardly ever shown So it's about that time we change the tone Nanzen, kurabi mon ni wa naranzen Sono sawa rekizen, maru de highway Kutsutaki dake no daradara rapper Jisai wa kuna, yasura wakara Date no sense wa high grade Kotoba no kabe wa kankei nezo Afe ru エナジー爆発何度だってバースバックセンスが時代を先駆けるなら作っていけるはずこの時代をまだ背中を追いかけるハイスピードでノーチャンス俺はアンタッチャボーだぜ Be careful I need a doctor Hey oh fresh なビートはどこだラップも人生も無限の追求これがアンサー俺は俺になる No I pray my soul be shapedPray to God that it's not too lateWorldwide from coast to coast I express my soul my voice I hostNo I pray my soul be shapedPray to God that it's not too lateWorldwide from coast to coast I express my soul my voice I hostNo センスが時代を先駆けるなら作っていけるはずこの時代をまた背中を追いかけるハイスピードでノーチャンス俺はアンタッチャボーだぜ Be careful I need a doctor Hey oh fresh なビートはどこだラップも人生も無限の追求これがアンサー俺は俺になる